This is the House Special Focus Meeting, and my name is Joanne, and I am a compulsive eater. And Hi, I am your speaker. Hi, Joanne. Hi, everybody. And I am your speaker for this meeting, so please join me in the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. My higher powers tell me breathe. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get started, there's a few things that we have to take care of. We ask that all cell phones and electronics devices be turned off. And to, connect, to protect our anonymity, no photography, audio, or visual recording is allowed. And the opinions expressed here today are those of individual OA members and do not represent Region 2 or Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. The format for this 55-minute session is as follows. A short reading, then I will share for 25 minutes, followed by open sharing. Again, the topic for this special focus meeting is how. If applicable, the following is read. I will now share my experience, strength, and hope on the topic. <coughs> oh, and a, a short reading. And this reading I took is from the how concept, just a short part, because I knew we were limited on time. May God, as each of us understands him or her, open our minds and hearts to the love which is manifest in this room. All right. Let's see. Do I have someone that would be just willing to let me know when 20 minutes is over? Thank you. Okay, please. That I would really appreciate that because I, I want to make sure I have time to hear from you all. All right, as I said, my name is Joanne and I am a compulsive eater. Hi, Joanne. Um, a little background before I get to the how part is that I've been in OA since 16, uh, for about 16 years, eight of it which has been in how. My first eight years were in New Orleans, Louisiana, and we had lived there for 35 years. So it was just a part of, it, I think it was 97, 1997. I knew I needed OA because I was in another 12-step program, but I wasn't ready. And so I would come to meetings and listen and get as much as I could from the 12 and 12 and from the meetings. And before or during that time, I should say, um, as we know, it's a threefold disease. And I had the mental obsession, uh, the eating, and but more importantly, I think as we all learn, is the thinking. The, my mind was the committee up here. You know, that was, that was really my higher power, was that committee up there. And I wouldn't ask for help. The physical part was I did the yo-yo dieting, um, approximately 40 pounds lighter now than I was then, and maintaining a 30 to 35 pound weight release now. But um, it was the yo-yo dieting, you know, gain 10, <laughs> lose 5, gain 
20, you know, something like that, back and forth, back and forth. So I don't know how, how much I really gained and lost in that time. But um, I, had, I really didn't have a, a food plan or a sponsor, which didn't help. And the spiritual part was the empty hole. That's what food was for me, was to fill it up when I was, you know, as, as they say in hall, angry, lonely, tired, hungry, happy, sad, whatever. The, the food was my comfort and my God. And I did everything that the alcoholic does. You know, I had extra desserts in the trunk. You know, we've all been through that. Anyway, I need to get on. Um, the difference for me with the, so the last four years I did get a sponsor. Um, I tried my abstinence. I didn't really have a definition of abstinence. And my sponsor used a, fit, a food plan of moderation. And that didn't work for me. <laughs> I tried really hard. Joanne Power just couldn't quite make it. And our daughter had moved out here to California, to the San Francisco area. And she wasn't coming back because she met her husband out here, or met a man and married him out here. And I foresaw grandchildren in the future. And here we are in Louisiana. And then pretty soon my son moved to Southern California, near LA. And he met a, a nice young woman. And uh, so the writing was, I looked at my husband, I said, what are we doing here in Louisiana? You know, I said, we have no relatives here. He's from Kansas, I'm from Colorado. Anyway, um, our daughter had moved here to get away from us. And that's a whole other story. But anyway, <laughs> I wanted to come out here. And, um, you know, God works in strange ways. Anyway, we did get to come out here. And uh, she invited us out here, that she and my husband had done some work with a therapist. And uh, so we came for a few months and then went back and then came for a few months to see if it was going to work. And um, 2000, the latter part of 2005, Katrina hit. Uh, we were out here in southern in at San Mateo and and with our daughter and I looked at Carl and my husband and I said God said move. <laughs> <laughs> so he stayed with here with our two dogs and I went home packed up our house and um, came out here. So out here is where I met Hal. I had never heard of Hal. I didn't know you know. I think it's funny because in New Orleans I used to say How do you work the steps? How do you get abstinence? <laughs> and then I come to, to southern, you know, to northern California, and where we live, there's a lot of how meetings. And I walked into the room. It's still one of my favorite, and and I can I don't consider it my home meeting now because I do another one. But anyway, it's still one of my three meetings a week. Um, people were happy. They had lost a hundred, some of them had lost a hundred pounds. Kept it off for ten years. That just wasn't in, you know, I hadn't heard that before. My ears probably were closed, I don't know. They didn't eat sugar and white flour. Oh my God, I thought, I've never heard that before. You know how closed up I was. So I'm sure that that went on in Louisiana. I'm sure that there were people that were abstinent that did that, but it wasn't. It was new to me. Um, I needed all those years, those eight years in, in regular OA, because that was my experimental time. 
you know, trying the food, trying different sugar. I'm gonna eat this tomorrow. You know, you, you've been there, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna belabor that. Um, you came to hear about how, so that's what I need to talk about. So for me, the difference with the how uh, from the program that I worked in New Orleans was the structure, the discipline, and the saying that they had that absolute acceptance of the how program. Uh, that's what offers any sustained abstinence. And that's what happened for me. Um, I sat there in the meetings absorbing. I didn't want to do that. So I prayed for willingness to be willing to be willing to consider doing it. And one Saturday in the meeting, I'm sitting there and I had an awareness. What if? What if I try this program, this focus of OA, what have I got to lose? My way hasn't worked. So there was somebody available at a god-awful time in the morning. To, you know, I didn't have to get up early anymore. But I asked her to be my sponsor. Um, she had what I wanted. Like I said, they were happy. So I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to eat. I didn't want the craving. I wanted to be happy, joyous, and free. And so that's what the HOW program has really given me. Um, I got a sponsor. Like I say, I asked her. It's a 15-minute phone call. Uh, it's a set time in the morning. I commit my food the night before on paper so I can just read it off to her. And then if there was anything that she needed to correct, because when you're first trying to get it together, you know, or working it, it's a little hard. Anyway, so the first few minutes was giving her my food. The rest of the time was giving, was uh, answering the how questions. And the questions, there's questions for the first 30 days. I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute, but. Um, so that's that's what I did. It was the first, you know, uh, my it was, I guess it was my first time of being really responsible on a daily basis to somebody, and to really be honest with what I was eating, to be open to suggestions, which I hadn't been before, because like I said, I'd say, okay, I'll I'll work the program that way, but I won't do this part, <laughs> and you know, I was willing because I was tired of the way my life was going. So between the, the sponsor, uh, the starting of the working, the first three steps, and I was exercising because I was retired, so I was treating myself to a, a personal trainer at the gym because I found out that if I just lift three pound weights for the rest of my life, I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, it's just like with the program. If I only do one thing in the program, it doesn't really, I don't really go anywhere. So, um, it didn't take me too long to get to goal weight between the exercise and, I mean, I was really committed. I really followed the health program religiously right to its end. But I want to tell you, I was never hungry. I made delicious salads. I got very creative with what we could have, you know, uh, fixing them. My husband would sit beside me and just shake his head at the mound of food that I'm eating, <laughs> a little portion. But what it did for me was his stuff didn't call me anymore. He had his stuff in the, you know, two shelves in the freezer, not just one, two. And I, believe me, I know everything that's on that shelf. But it doesn't call me. <laughs> <laughs> I know what is his stuff and I know what is my stuff, you know. 
<laughs> but every time, the thing that I loved was the 15-minute phone call. I have to call three people a, a day, so I was able to call other people and say, what do you do? I just ate lunch, and I have this oral craving. You know, I want something sweet. And they had answers, or suggestions at least, you know. Uh, one of them was a cup of tea. She said that if you have a cup of tea, and uh, she said, I don't know if you use artificial sweeteners, but Splenda, she said, put put one Splenda in it. You know, that, that helped me. I don't think I could have made it, with. I know I couldn't have made it without a sponsor. Um, when I call another time, I'm going on a trip. How do you t plan to take care of your food? Well, I'm flexible. No. <laughs> so I have a list with my travel so that I don't forget because that's one of my things. You know, that's why I have to go to meetings because and hear from you all because I have selective memory and I have forgetfulness that tells me that I am a compulsive eater and if I do not plan, I plan to fail. Mm -hmm. All right, so the requirements are to work the 12 steps. Um, so halfway through the steps with his sponsor, I reached goal weight, and she had not. And she said, I cannot be a maintenance sponsor. And I think, you know, I don't know for you, but I mean, I thought of how as, oh, that I, you know, I'm not gonna like my food, I'm not, you know, all this kind of stuff, I am gonna be hungry, I'm gonna be like this. Well, the first few days were like that because of giving up the sugar and the white flour. Maybe a week, I can't remember to say it's been eight years ago. That's why I have to keep coming to meetings, remember. But um, um, I did get to goal weight because I was able to exercise quite a bit. I wasn't, you know, uh, I was already eating fairly normal. And um, so <coughs> she said, you, you have to get a maintenance sponsor. And I said, well, what is a maintenance sponsor? And she said, well, somebody that has, <coughs> excuse me, worked the 12 steps, gone through, you know, the maintenance questions, and we use the big book and the 12 and 12 and the AA 12 and 12 too, uh, the OA 12 and 12. And those are what the questions are. And that's, that's what gave me the change for up here, the attitude, I think, to continue to want this to be a way of life not a diet, you know, so that, okay, I can eat something. And I just, I would call. I would call before the birthday party and say I hadn't been in, um, hadn't been doing the program probably too long, five, six months. So we're going to a birthday party. That thing's going to be sitting there and I'm going to want it. And she said, well, how are you going to take care of yourself? I hate these questions. <laughs> and so I said, well, that's what I'm asking you. And she says, well, what I do, and she says, I go to the store and buy me my portion of fruit that I can have. And she said, if it is with your dinner, because how is three meals a day, nothing in between, you know, one day at a time. And that was the part. She said, you go there. She said, try to put blinders on so that you're not looking at that thing or just look at it and say, oh, how pretty. I choose to eat this. <laughs> and eat, you know, she said, empower yourself. Don't say, oh, I can't have this. You know, because that's, I guess that's what I was afraid of. And she said, just say, I'm choosing just for this time to eat this. And so I ate my meal right before I went, and then I had my little dessert, and I had my cup of, of wonderful fresh fruit. California is so great. Mm -hmm. I mean, my goodness. Vegetables and fruit is, is like... <laughs> 
You know, I said it's not suffering. Um, anyway, the requirements are the 12 steps, the 12 traditions, and to work the tools. It's a daily commitment for me for step one, two, and three. And then it's the surrender to steps six through 12. And so I've had four slips, and uh, I have now uh, had eight years in in, oh, in Howe, and four slips, and I have two years and two months, God willing, um, in a day or two of, uh, of Howe abstinence. Uh, I, I didn't do that. You guys helped me. All of you helped me. Because like I said, when I had, when I didn't know what to do, I asked. Um, Oh, okay. So, a little bit about how I work how. Let's get into how so that I don't spend too much time here. Um, I have my prayers, so they're portable. They're from the big book, from page 86 and 87, and a lot of you know. And my daily meditations on the side here. Here's my evening. I do my evening um, inventory after dinner. I, I used to try to wait till I go to bed. I'm too tired. I don't want to even think about it. So I wasn't doing a very good job. So after dinner, after the dishes, uh, I have my little journal. Everything I uh, this is my one of my Bibles, <laughs> but I write my my uh, action plan on the side of the page with the things that I need to do each day, and that includes what I'm going to do for my program. You know, working my steps. Who I'm going to call. Uh, and when I say working, I say going to meetings. You know, what am I doing? Am I going to meetings? And one of the best gifts I got recently was from Lifeline. They had an article, I think it was last year, June 2012. I think that's right. It was the AEIOU. And so it just, that made it very simple. A for abstinence. Am I abstinent today? E, exercise. I, what have I done for myself in my program, my reading, my writing, my calls? Uh, service, uh, O, well, O, service for others, and, uh, or my calls, my sponsors, my, my, my sponsees, what, you know, all of that. And U is for the ugly. What did I do today that I'd like to improve on? You know, what, what, what came up for me today? Did I had some feelings, you know, like you see somebody and they're getting on the elevator, but you're in a hurry, so you just run off. And I've learned so much from you all. Because when I went to meetings, this one lady said, everybody deserves a clean bathroom. And I thought, oh, it only takes me a minute to wipe that sink after I'm done. So the next person comes in, and I have all this turt water and, and tissue all over the place. You know, I learned a lot of little things that I can do for other people. And um, it just makes me feel better about myself. Could you repeat the A-E-I-O-U again just Sure. A is for abstinence. E, I is for E is for exercise. I is for me. What I do on my program. O is for others, and uh, U is for the ugly. Something I didn't do. And Y is Yahoo! Higher power. Thank you. You know. Thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my program that has given me my life. You know. So um, that's a little bit. My prayers are on the back. It's usually the third step prayer, the seventh step prayer, and the eleventh step prayer. Um, 
I don't know if all of you know about how, but I know one way you can find it is the oamidpeninsula.org intergroup. I mean, OA, the website, oamidpeninsula.org. Uh, and on the right-hand side, there's a, it says special focus groups. This is a special focus group. And under that, it's a wealth of information. It has the how concept. It has, and it, you might have to go to the bottom. I can't remember if that's the way it is now because I just redid it. Um, but at the bottom of the how concept, there's how tools of recovery, sponsor guidelines for how, how steps six through 12, what are the questions, the how maintenance questions. There's a wealth of information. I did bring a little bit so I could maybe show you a little bit of it. This isn't everything that's in it, but it's a little bit, and, and this might give you a, a sample if you're not familiar with it. Uh, okay, how am I doing on time? Oh boy, okay, it's time to round up then. All right, so it says, I've said, end with how. So now the difference from before when I told you that mental, physical, and spiritual problems I had, I have the HOW program, which H is for honesty, O is for openness, and W is for willingness. And what that's given me is the surrender. The ex it, I've surrendered and I get the experience that it's what I needed to mature. So my life is good. My I have my, my higher power, a better relationship. I have uh, a better relationship with my daughter. It's and I have a, um, a better relationship with my husband. We had a parent-child relationship for a long time, but now we're equal partners, and I stand up for myself. So, <laughs> But that's my higher powers doing. Um, I think that's really all I have to say, so I'll end with that. All right, so what we have here is... Um, the meeting is now open for the three-minute pitches, and please focus your share on the topic or limit your sharing for three minutes to give others a chance to share. And this, end, this <coughs> session will end at 9.35, isn't it? No, 10.35. I mean, 10.25. Sorry, the numbers are not my thing. You would not want me to be your bank person, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> anybody like to share? I always like to fill in the void. My name is Linda. I'm a compulsive overeater from Southern California, South Pasadena. Thank you so much, Joanne, um, for bringing this to mind again. Um, I um, just want to say that it's been quite a loss, the schism that happened between OA and um, mm. CHOW in Southern California, because it makes it a very stark choice. and. Um, I'm one of the victims because I started in a way, um, you know, I came in extremely belligerent and I went through a very long process of accommodating myself, you know, of becoming uh, an actual 12-stepper and willing to listen. And along the way, I uh, one day said, you know, I have no idea actually how to eat. And um, how to eat. I had no idea and I was trying to figure it out and then of course, at the next meeting, there was somebody who said, oh, I've, I've, um, I've become an OA how, and at that time it was how. And I became part of that, and I lived through the schism, and I went with, with see how. 
And that's how I lost most of my weight from 270 down to 125. So, um, well, but I'm not there right now. <laughs> but I mean, the, so, and I found that it was very, what I liked about it is that it did say, you know, this is a food, this is a substance abuse program, and the substances are, mm -hmm. well, first of all, I knew from a way my substance was more, always more, <laughs> and, um, and then it was sugar and white flour, and it was appalling to me that there was a time in a way when they just said, well, if you want sugar, it's up to you. Because, uh, but anyway, um, I just want to say that I'm struggling now. Every day I listen to a bridge meeting. I don't know if people are aware of the phone bridge meetings that there are in almost every 12-step program. And um, so I listen every morning at, uh, in LA, I listen at 7 a.m. to phone bridges from CHOW. They're extremely, extremely um, edifying, and they, they're really helpful on a spiritual level. But I, and I try to follow the, the how food plan still, but I just cannot jump over and make that commitment. But I left how and went back to OA because I, I got a big resentment about the fact that there was a lack of compassion in my estimation for people who were, were um, uh, uh, failing, who were slipping. And um, I still think that's a problem, although in the phone bridge meetings, they have now what they call an after meeting, which is where there are no absence requirements to speak. <coughs> so I just want to say that um, I'm so glad that they have OA House still persists. There's none really that I know of in LA, in the Southern California area. Uh, and um, I just really am very appreciative that there is that concept. And thank you for so much for speaking for it. Today. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm going to help you. Hi. Hi, I'm Marion, a compulsive eater. Hi, Mary. I'm from Southern California. Until I looked at this online, I didn't even realize how was alive and well. Always how. So I was really surprised. And I'm part of CEA How. But I have a 30 year recovery in the programs and I used to weigh 275. Mm -hmm. So even though it breaks my heart last night, I was very emotional. I can't get up and say I'm 30, 30 years abstinent because I'm not. But some people do. They get up and they say, well, I've been in recovery, so that makes it okay. But as long as I have the extra weight on me, we used to call it, you know, fat serenity, and it's all around me. It really is, and I have that too. I don't weigh what I used to, and that's the miracle of coming into the programs. And I do the how thing, and how is gray sheet. It's just more gentle, I think, than what the food is. But I came up on Wednesday, and I brought all the food with me because I don't want to be eating in restaurants because I know myself. I'm 69. I have had so many relapses. I know what I can't do anymore. Give it up, you know, and give it up. And it's cunning, baffling, and powerful. And I'll just share one story that happened to me. I was up in Red Bluff. They have one OA meeting there. Four people maximum. So I go to AA meetings, and I'm not alcoholic, but they welcome you. So you have to find something. And the bridge meetings are a godsend when you travel because you can't find any kind of meetings, OA or anything. Food is just not out in the country. But the, the power things, I was up with my son-in-law, and I was there, and my daughter wanted to go to this church camp and have the kids while he was working. <coughs> And he brings home a pizza. And I have the mind that tells me, I brought all my own food. I'm fine. And of course, he's a log. He said, would you like some? And I say, no, I don't need any. But as I'm getting preparing my food, my brain says, well, you can take some of the pepperoni off of the pizza. And count as part of your four ounces. See, that's the kind of insane mind I have. And then later, after I came back and went to my meetings, I walk in and said, 
I should check the box and see how much he ate. Because see, my role, I would eat it all when he didn't eat. And he wouldn't care because they're not compulsive overeaters. So I've never lost that insane mind. And the other thing I want to share about this trip was un unreal. You go up the five, and I passed two garlic trucks. And you know, <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah, the it's they have a garlic festival, then if you don't know. And I wanted to go there for 100 years, but my birthday is July 27th, it's that weekend. So I'm passing these trucks, and well, I can go, I'm retired, I'll go home and tell my husband we're gonna go to the garlic festival. You want, you want to know why I want to go there? Because I want to taste the garlic ice cream. And then I started laughing. It's like, oh, thank you, God. I can live out my life without going to the Gilroy. You see, the thinking has not ever left me. I'm an addict with food, and I'm a gutter addict. And I've had enough relapses that I know who I am. And, and the higher powers, where you have to do the only thing I would tell any of you, no matter what you choose to do with this, don't leave. And that's God's grace to me. No matter where I was at, I never left. And you need to get an army of people to support you, not just one or two. Mm -hmm. And if you make, I made 17 phone calls one Saturday afternoon, and then it was like, okay, get on my knees and talk to God. But I'm, I've always been willing because I don't want to go back to hell. And some of you, some of us that have been over 100 pounds, we live in hell that the ones that have less don't, don't even know what that's like to be that huge. A 60-inch waist, a black line on shifts. I drove my car with one toe with my children in the back because I couldn't reach the steering wheel. That's insanity to do that kind of stuff. But mm. you do the best you can. So I have the history of hell, and yet I couldn't get it. So I don't leave here. And I have it today, and I'm grateful. Then in 2005, I went to, I was really in trouble, and I went to a five-day sort of intensive, it's, um, you know, private thing, but they, you know, use the 12 steps. And then, so I started weighing and measuring my food for the first time in all the years in program, and I lost my weight, and was going regular traditional way, and then I started, like, playing with food, went back and asked somebody, one of these, um, you know, other things to this organization. Because she sponsored me, so it would have to be OA How. What is OA How? And she told me, I said, well, isn't that what I've really been trying to do all this time? Mm -hmm. So I started working the OA How program. Um, I, there's no OA How in Connecticut. It's all by the phone. They're now mm -hmm. on the phone. It starts with one meeting, then two. It's two-hour OA How. And if you go on mm -hmm. the website uh, and, and, yeah. and look, you know, it's special focus. But it's... Uh, so I'm hoping maybe somebody here, uh, you know, goes to some of those meetings. It's one a day, you know, now mm -hmm. uh, Monday evening, Tuesday during the day is my sort of home meeting, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so any day of the week. 
Um, and uh, I'm really, I mean, for me, it's like, uh, and I am, I'm, you know, maintaining 75 pound weight loss. But it's, it's just, you know, it's a whole, again, it's a way of approaching it. It's like I still go to tr some traditional meetings because it's important for me to be in a room with other compulsive overeaters. But it's like, you know, newcomers come in, it's like, you know, how do you do it? And in a way, there is a way how, you know, there, there's guidelines, you know, and, and I'm, you know, sponsoring now, and I don't have to make up even how to sponsor. I do what my sponsor says. Begin to work with somebody on the fourth step, so I call my sponsor you know, about how you know her opinion and ask other people. And I love this the three calls a day. I love writing every day. That was like huge and unbelievable to me since you know I've been writing every every single day. It's like you know. So anyhow, if any of you are in Samantha, if you happen to you know to go on the phone meetings, I'd love to meet you. Hi, I'm Maureen, a compulsive overeater and sugar addict. Hi, Maureen. Thank you, Joanne. That was uh, delightful. And we live near each other. I live in Walnut Creek, and she lives in San Mateo, so that was fun. Uh, my history is I, I, my therapist sent me to OA in 1989, and she had sent me to Al-Anon and ACA and blah, blah, blah. And I went, not another meeting. But I, after three years of therapy, I said to her, I think I have trouble with food. <laughs> you know, and I'm in my... 40s or I don't remember and uh, because I would be on a diet and I would do fine I've heard we're great dieters but then and I would reach my a weight a nice weight and then all of a sudden it's like out of nowhere so I'm eating again because I thought diets ended diets do it you get there and then you know and then you can go back and eat the way you were well is that crazy thinking so I went to an OA meeting and they sold me the big book in the 12 and 12 and I, I didn't get it I didn't feel like I was home I didn't I released 65 pounds and had that off for 13 years which isn't a lot compared to 100 or 150 but I didn't get it with the people in the room I didn't understand what they were saying um, because they had a problem and I didn't <laughs> so, but I stayed, and my mantra is stay in the rooms. And I was in 89, and I found, uh, I heard about how in the rooms, and I was going, oh, and I couldn't do that. And then I came into how in 1992, three-ish, and I worked it. No, I used it as a diet for four years. Lost it all, just felt hotsy-totsy. And my father died, my best friend died within four months, and the day she died, I ate sugar. And I will not forget that. And I couldn't stop. I had not gotten the fact that I was an addict at all. And until I can say, I think that's it, I'll say you, until we can say we're addicts, because that's different than the normal eater, I didn't get it. So I was out for four years, and in 2000 I came back, not for my mother, but for me, for the sanity. I was going crazy here. Just wouldn't stop. We've heard about the mind, how it just, and it keeps going now. You were talking about, you know, the pizza. My husband threw away the end in the, 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 the garbage can, and I'm looking at it, and I'm picking it up. Just recently, 
But I have not left the room since April of 2000. I have had a rocky road. I've had a lot of slips and relapses, but from everyone I learned. And some gentleman in our room, I hope you don't mind bad language, he said, you work a half-ass program and you get your whole ass back. <laughs> on the road to that with my slips and uh, so in April mine's close to yours of, of uh, 2011 I just surrendered I, I got it I, I told yesterday I was on a trip to Ireland was anybody in my room yesterday where I shared about my trip to Ireland for uh, two weeks I was abstinent for 13 days and on the way home they, they gave us all cold food for breakfast and nothing I could eat there was. I could have had milk and, 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 a, and a fruit, but I didn't want that. I went for all that other stuff. That day I ate the airport, getting mm. home. And when I got home, I called my sponsor and I said, damn, I slept, I lost it. And she said, what about the other 13 days? She had me focus on what had gone well, not what. Because I can be bad to myself, and that changed me. So my mantra is stay in the rooms. Thank you. Hmm. I'm Judith. I'm a compulsive eater. Hi, Judith. I'm so grateful to be at an OA How meeting because I live down here and it's like coming home um, because we don't have OA How down here. Um, my first experience, gosh, I'm relating to so much that I've heard. My first experience with the program at all was in October of 79 and I came into an OA meeting at uh, a little Alano club called the Pathfinders in mm -hmm. East Hollywood and it was a Saturday morning and I admitted that uh, I was known to pull food out of the garbage pail and a voice in back of me said Honey, if I'd have been there, I'd have fought you for it. <laughs> that was my first sponsor. Uh, I didn't know about OA How back then. But um, I was also in and out and in and out. And every time I lost weight, I thought, oh, I can do it by myself. And the last time, I won't bore you with all of the permutations, but... Uh, the next time I found OA, the first time I found OA, how, was when I had come home from a weight loss spa. That's what I did with my vacations. Other people went to Europe. I got to Europe later after I retired and had been abstinent and sober for a while, but I went to spas. And I came home from a spa and ran into somebody I'd met at the spa. And I said, gee, you've lost weight. How'd you do it? And she took me to my first town meeting, which was on Fountain Avenue in Hollywood. Some of you have been there Saturday. Again, Saturday morning. I have this thing with Saturday morning meetings. And um, <laughs> lost the weight and said, oh, I can do it by myself. And then in 95, uh, I said, weigh and measure food. Well, they weigh and measure in Weight Watchers. I'll just go back then. I was in Sacramento <laughs> at the time. And... Fortunately, at that meeting, I heard some woman say, oh, I can take a bar of my favorite whatever and break it up in little pieces and have one little piece each day. And I said, no way in heaven, hell, or God's green earth. And so I, I went running back to OA. Uh, 
July 15th of 95 was the date that I ran back with my tail between my legs yelling help. And February 26th was the date that I asked my present sponsor to sponsor me. Uh, she had just come back from a whitewater rafting trip and she was all bouncy and happy and abundant and healthy and she's downstairs exercising right now. <laughs> and again I said, how did you do it? And she said, how? And so we started going to the how meetings in Sacramento. And we were talking about food plan and you reminded me, thank you Joanne, this is almost crosstalk, but not quite. There's so much more than just the food plan. That's like in AA sobriety. There's so much more to sobriety than putting the plug in the jug. Mm -hmm. uh, to this day, all these years later, if I'm taking a newcomer through the steps, I still use the how questions, no matter what the program incidentally. Whether it's OA, AA, or you know anything else anybody wants to work. Um, because my sponsor took me through the whole nine yards and it was, you know, through the skin, under the nerves, into the bone, through the marrow, the most thorough, complete working the steps that I ever encountered in my life. And I still hang on to that. I still have it in my night table. Um, and I still keep referring to it. And incidentally, uh, that sponsor, and I'll wrap this up quickly, is still my sponsor. Uh, my top weight was 185, and I'm currently at 140. Um, I had an interesting experience with maintaining because for several years, I maintained at 150 and I thought that was fine. And I had a doctor tell me I want you to lose another 10 pounds. And so I did. Uh, I also was having at one point trouble with, you know, the head going crazy and I can't do this and I want sugar and I want blah de blah de blah. And God said, I'm going to help you, darling. Uh -oh. I'm going to give you diabetes. Oh. <laughs> uh, just as I did for your mother, your father, your uncle, your aunt, your grandfather, your brother. Um, I'll give you this little crutch to help you along. Uh, it was a wake-up call. It was a wake-up call. So I don't eat things that are going to cause my blood sugar to go up. In fact, uh, I found that there are things that will cause my blood sugar to go up that other people in program can eat with impunity. That's okay. That's okay. I've also discovered, and we talked about this in the hallway briefly, that uh, as we age, and God willing, I'll be 80 in September. I can't eat as much as I used to. And that's really interesting. The road gets narrower, the quantities get smaller, but we were also talking about enjoying food. And I have a friend in Sacramento who says, I do not eat ugly food. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, and when it comes to those things at the parties, uh, I look at that and I think, well, I wouldn't eat the flowers or the candles. Flowers, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, but I certainly wouldn't eat the candles and the decorations. So that's, that's decorations. My, aren't they pretty? <laughs> and with that, uh, thank you all for being here and paying the call on me. Thank you, Alice. Um, I'm Alice. 
Queen. But um, in um, Sullivan County, um, Mission Viejo, that was the first meeting I've been to. And can you speak up there so that you can up to give you recorded? I was over 240 pounds, and I was um, wearing size 18, very tight. <laughs> and um, I, my friend had to go to a, had to go to OA because of a bulimic problem. And I looked back, and I said, I got some weight I can lose too. And so um, I went with her, and uh, God put that meeting right next to my home. And uh, it was my first meeting, and I, I and they read all of the, the concepts. They read the the. Um, the tools completely. They read the, the steps, the traditions, and they read how you know how how worked. And the thing was that measuring thing was not to restrict food. When you're measuring how, you're getting enough food to get you to that next meal. And that was the difference. I didn't realize that when I started measuring this food out, my husband said, "How can you eat all that? How are you going to lose weight eating all that?" And I says, "I these people know what they're doing," <laughs> because I walked into a whole room. A very dignified ladies. I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. That I thought, well, they don't look like they need OA, <laughs> but a lot of them been there a while, and 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 they were kind and gentle. And um, I came, and they kept saying, "Get a sponsor, get a sponsor." Well, when there's only four sponsors out of twenty people standing up as sponsors, they they don't they don't raise their hand that they're sponsoring now because they already have three or four people they're sponsoring. And I was like. So I kept going to meetings, and at 45 days absent, and I went in, and I was in tears, and I was angry, and I said, you said you have to get a sponsor, and none of you want to sponsor anybody, so I'm, I, this is nonsense. This is a we program, you know? Mm -hmm. And so all four of them were going to be my sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the one I wanted, and that one had, I had, I had um, 12 step, um, she had, she had been in a 12 step program for many years, as I had been, but I never heard that, you know, it, one day at a time, one meal at a time. And, and with the how, you have actually structure. I never had discipline in my life. I, was, I raised eight children somehow, so I did have some kind of something going right. <laughs> but the discipline of calling someone exactly 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I called her at 5 2. And she's too early. Boom. And I was like, oh. <laughs> So the discipline was that I would, if I had to go to the bathroom, I would call it from the, you know, from the bathroom to make sure it was exactly 7 o'clock when I called her. And I got discipline in my life. And that was what I needed more than anything else because I was a good, sweet, loving person. But I didn't have discipline in my life. And um, by the grace of God, my friend, one of my sponsors, one of the girls that was in OA for a long time, asked me to be her sponsor when I got my 30 days was actually 75 days, but I, they only gave me, I had 30 days in the program and I cannot be a food sponsor. And she asked me to sponsor her, and I did. I said, I don't know, I have to ask my sponsor. And she said I could. But this lady moved to New York where there were no hows. Mm -hmm. And she started a how meeting. She took our format from our meeting, and she started, did not they start AOA, we start OA. So if you don't have a how meeting and you want one, go to a how meeting, ask for the format, and get that started because it's saving lives. I mean, I've seen people miracles. My girl that just she went to Europe for two months. She lost 120 pounds before she left. Now she's down to 140 pounds. Wow! In in a year and 22 months or something. But she just did how? She just did how? And um, it works. So bless your heart. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.
Linda from LA again, proposal uh, for sugar addict. And I have a question. I wonder if somebody could answer. What actually is the difference between see how and OA how? We're affiliated. You know? Yeah. Um, so there was some controversy, I guess, a while back. No, I know about the schism, but I mean now. What are the different in the principles, or what are the different way that it works? Um, well, I know that you can't present a outside issue, which is considered a food plan. So you can't just have a food plan on the table and sell it as part of the regular conference-approved literature. And I know also the requirements for membership. Technically, in any 12-step program, there is no quote-unquote requirement. You are a member when you say you're a member. For which group are you talking about? In all 12-step, right. And so so how agree to you know include um, the OA have agreed to have other people that weren't doing the strict OA how food plan to be at meetings and so 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 what it is is you don't demand that people do everything that you do but you still can have your structure in your meeting that people agree that people tend to do but it's not like you're gonna kick anybody out well the, yeah the difference is that see, see CROA is not, CHOW is not affiliated with yes. OA, yeah, the World Service. So they don't have all the traditions that we use. Yeah. And we, are, we as, as a regular HOW meeting, we are, have a HOW concept to our OA. Right. It's not, we don't tell a person that comes in that they have to do the HOW. Right. And so that's the difference. The difference is, our, is that we are affiliated with OA as a whole, and we are part of the OA. Yeah, CEA House says the requirements yeah. of coming. That's a very key yeah. difference. That's what they mean. It is required you do this. And I think some of the literature has a certain person's imprimatur on it, their copyright on it, and that's a violation of um, Yes, all I know is that in, in San Mateo, and this is my experience, is that our meetings are open to everybody. And in mm -hmm. fact, we have people that, you know, are the secretary or the treasurer, and they are regular OA. They don't follow the HAL program. I have friends who use the HAL material, and that's why I was showing you is, mm -hmm. this is a, it, it, you know, a lot of my friends use it, and they're not doing the HAL, you know, the food plan that we have. But they use the material. And we, you know, we're inclusive, not exclusive. If you have the desire to lose, you know, to, to give up compulsive eating and compulsive behaviors, you are welcome at any of the meetings. And uh, I always tell people when they ask me about it, I just say, hey, if your, pl your plan is working, don't change it. Mm -hmm. If your plan isn't working, try that part about open, willing, you know, openness to at least give it a try. If it doesn't work, go back to your plan. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that's how I've started sponsoring people. Yeah. I'd like to share. All right, yes, please I come up to the front. We have time for, this is the last share. Okay. Oh, time flies. Yeah, when you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Janice and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, and I came to HAL because I didn't have any place else to go. Going to a regular OA meeting did not do it for me. I'm sitting in meetings and hearing people talk about what they ate, and when I left the meeting, I'm rushing out trying to find some of that. Okay, but uh, but I, my weight was so I, I had gained so much weight 
until, and was eating to the point where it was ridiculous. This is after having gastrointestinal bypass surgery and having my stomach this small, the size of an egg, and where I could only have a couple of spoonfuls of whatever, and then I'd be full to the point where, oh yeah, now I can have a bowl full of whatever and want more. It, it's like, it's not, having gastrointestinal bypass surgery does not solve the problem. I am a compulsive overeater. I want more. And so when I walked into the rooms of how I wanted a sponsor and I wanted one now. And uh, I went to the regular OA meetings and it's like I was saying, they're talking about food and laughing and talking. It's like, I'm not here for jokes. I'm here because I'm desperate. Help me. And I would say, I need a sponsor. And everybody's laughing and talking and okay, wow. And I'd, I'd, after the meetings, I go up and ask, could you be my sponsor? Could you be my sponsor? Well, no, I needed it. And so when I went to the how meeting, I was angry. I want a sponsor, you know? And she's laughing because she's my sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be my sponsor? You know, that's the way I asked her. <laughs> I'm just so grateful. I have four years of abstaining from sugar and my flour. I'm not here, I'm not here for the jokes, the fun and games. I'm here because I have to come. I need it in order to not eat compulsively. And through how I have learned how to eat. Mm -hmm. I have learned what not to do. I've learned how to take care of myself. Like you're talking about that list. I have been to Iceland, Berlin, uh, you name it. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you celebrate a birthday or anniversary. It doesn't make any difference. Whatever the main thing is that people serve to celebrate is rat poison to me with decorations on it. That's the way I view that. So anyway, just for today, I'm just really, really grateful for this program. Thank you. So we need to close because there's another meeting in this room. And so if we could just quickly say, I put my hand in yours. We're just ending one meeting. For those suffering in and out of these rooms, I put my hand in yours, and together we can do what we can never do alone. No longer is there a sense of hopelessness. No longer must we each depend upon our own unsteady willpower. We are all together now, reaching out our hands for power and strength greater than ours. And as we join hands, we find love and understanding beyond our wildest dreams. Keep coming back, it works when you work it and work it.